Uh, hi, oh, everybody. Hello, everybody. This is Lynette and Brian Wolf. We're the Wolf Couple. So. Yes, and we actually have you in lecture mode uh, so that, uh, that we could uh, get all the sound out so that we could have better communication. And this is Ron LeGrand's monthly Gold Club call. Right, so that's the call you should be on. And if you're in the Gold Club, uh, now uh, some of you guys may be on the call who are not in the Gold Club. If you're not, uh, I would encourage you to get signed up. As probably all, as I know, all the other people on the Gold Club uh, would tell you. Yeah. By the way, uh, that website, just so you know, um, is RonsGoldClub.com. RonsGoldClub.com. You can just it's just for as little as fifty nine bucks a month. It's replete with information. Look, so you guys, yeah, if you guys are a Gold Club member, you can get in the queue now and ask questions and talk about deals, uh, anything you want. So uh, the you have to hit uh, star zero to get in the queue, but don't hit star zero twice because that takes you back out of the queue. <laughs> That's oh. right. So only hit star zero once. Uh, Brian, I was just going to give a quick update. I heard some people chatting on the phone. Uh, just real quick, um, a little bit about us. Um, we actually uh, we live in Arizona. And, We've known Ron uh, actually, we met him about uh, 13 years ago. And we have both. We were both realtors. We started off. We were always interested in real estate, guys. I mean, the the most expensive purchase a normal person makes in their life is what? It's their house. So of course, that's going to shed the most possible profit in every transaction. I could see that. And I come from a family of engineers, and uh, my one sister's a doctor, and all the rest are engineers. So basically, I needed this to make sense, and I saw what Ron was doing. It made a lot of sense to me, and we jumped in, and I left the world of, uh, and Lynette was a top new home sales agent. We left all that behind, and it changed our life, and we got our life back. That's and right. Of, when we met Ron LeGrand 12, uh, 13 years ago, actually, he changed our life forever. We love you, Ron. Um, we know you couldn't make the call tonight, but uh, you really changed our life forever. And, uh, we, and That's we, what we're hoping for all of you guys. So everybody, it's funny, we, we've been teaching now alongside Ron for about uh, 10 years, and uh, we've taught his Pretty House Boot Camp. And I'll tell you, when we see people coming through, uh, the, the ones that just take what we teach them and go out there and take action, that's the ones that we see that are making it. Because it's a great, we have a great, a great system set up here now, and Ron has all the pieces in place for people to have a lot of great success. So now what we're here for on this call is to hopefully help you guys navigate through the crucial part of closing the deals because that's the, often the trickiest part, and dealing with customers is, can be challenging. And so uh, we're going to talk about some deals and, and hopefully uh, give you guys some uh, great Great advice about how to close these deals. Yes, we had a, a couple, uh, two students uh, so far that sent in a couple lead sheets. Um, so we're going to go over those, and of course we're going to answer questions. So if you guys have any questions now, if you're a Gold Club member, you can ask questions and you can send in lead sheets. If you're not a Gold Club member, I know that you're just in listening mode. Uh, but if you're a Gold Club member, make sure, like Brian said, hit star zero to get in the queue if you have any questions. We're here to answer your questions and go over your, your lead sheets that you sent in, uh, and we're very excited to uh, to get started. Um, who's the operator tonight? Hi, this is Ariel. Hi, Ariel. It's Ariel again. Ariel, do we have anybody in the queue yet? 
Yes, our first call comes from Nicole. Nicole, please go ahead. Hi, Nicole. Hi, this is, hi, this is Nicole. I'm in Beverly Hills, California, and I sent in a lead sheet. It's in, on San Bernardino Road. Okay. Okay, um, that's awesome. By the way, that's where our son was born, Beverly Hills, California. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I just met you guys at the boot camp in L.A., actually. Oh, yeah? So I had a quick question. This person, so they said no to um, seller. He owns the house free and clear. Okay. He said no to seller financing and no to a lease purchase. So I was thinking maybe it could be an ax. But the thing is, it's one of those, like, manufactured aluminum siding homes. Uh, I looked at the comps, and the comps are about 60K. He's asking 44K. So I was wondering, is this a time waster? I don't know anything about those manufactured. Uh, if he, if you have to pay cash, now if he says that he won't do owner financing or uh, a lease purchase, then that's pretty much exhausts our avenues as, as creative investors. I mean, we can do some fancy things like try to get a seller to refinance and then take that mortgage subject too. So owner subject two is just the version of owner financing. Do you know how much he owes on this property? He, he owns it free and clear. Oh, that's right. Free and clear, and you yeah. said it's worth sixty thousand, and he wants forty-four thousand. Does it need any repairs? No, and he just upgraded the kitchen and the bathroom. I don't have anything against manufactured homes if they are fairly common for the area, um, and mm -hmm. they're making them pretty nice now. So. And and uh, does he own the land underneath it? That's the big question. Oh, I didn't ask that. Yeah, if that's, he has you, to, that's uh, what you need to ask. If you're looking at mobile homes, make sure they have, you don't have to write this down, but it's called an affidavit of a fixture. It just turns the mobile home from a uh, car basically into a house. It turns it into real property. So once you have that recorded, so you can, you can see how, uh, you know, and if you can't do a title search on it, then it's not real property. If you're looking at mobile homes, just make sure there's other mobile homes in the area. And people make a lot of money on mobile homes. And so I wouldn't necessarily shy away from it. But this is, you know, if you're paying cash, and it sounds like this is what the guy wants, uh, you have to follow the mail formula, especially on a property like that. We're going to need a, a better price. We either need price or terms, and he's not giving either one of us on this deal. So to answer your question, yeah, we would have to uh, say that it's a suspect at this time. Now, time and circumstance changes all sellers' minds. Now, you can also okay. ask him why wouldn't he consider lease purchase or owner financing. If you can get to the bottom of it, sometimes it's just mm -hmm. that they do not understand what you're saying. Some of time, sometimes when somebody hears owner financing, they think, oh, you mean I have to give you a 30-year mortgage, so I'm not going to get paid off for 30 years. And if you can just explain, no, we're going to put a balloon payment in there at three years or maybe five years. Guys, you want to get the longest you can, so I want you to shoot for five to ten years. But you tell them, no, we're going to put a balloon payment in where the whole loan will come due, so we have to get it financed, refinanced by that time. And if he just understood that, maybe he'd say, oh, oh, I guess I could do that. I didn't understand what you were talking about. And so that's why sometimes no's can turn into yeses when you explain how it works. That's a really good point, Brian. The other thing, though, is okay. if people need all their money out right away, because that's what, that, what, that's what kills a lot of deals, is if they need some big down payment, if, if you're buying a house that's worth this, this, this thing is, I really don't want you dabbling in these really low prices. You must be going far away from where you live. Yeah, <laughs> I am. It's about, it's about two and a half to three hours from okay, wherever Okay, that's the other thing, guys. If you're working way out of your area, and I'm not saying don't do it because we do it, 
Um, you just need boots on the ground, somebody who can go and meet people, meet buyers, meet the seller, you know, take the paperwork over there, somebody who represents well, you know, um, hopefully. So you can do it, but also everybody should be targeting areas. Well, now in California, you know, this is going to be higher. Most of us around the country should be looking at houses between 150 and 300 roughly and try to find that's kind of the sweet spot. You're going to be able to turn a lot of properties in that range. And if you get these deals right, I mean, even if you just make what both realtors would have made if you sold to a real estate agent, you're making, you know, 20, 30 easy off some deal. So that's, that's why the pretty houses work. But obviously the guy has to agree to give, you a, give us a little bit of time to pay him off in full. So if you go back to this guy, I would say, look, you know, maybe I'm not sure if you totally understood how lease purchase or owner financing works. It just means you want, we want a little time before we pay you off in full. Would that maybe work? Okay, so that's, okay. that's you know, universal advice for every one of these deals that comes back as a no, guys. Okay, that one, great. You know, Thanks. Let's see what happens with that one. Just go back and ask him that and see if he uh, gets a little bit more flexible. All right. Thanks. You bet. You're welcome. Okay. Ariel, uh, who do we have in the queue next? Ariel. Okay. So, Brian. Oh, yeah, and here's how mostly in the pretty house world, and uh, if you see us teaching, and now we're at all the quick starts, so, and that's the main thing that you guys should get to if you have not been to a quick start, because that's the basic training. That's, uh, they call it a boot camp, and that's where we started, uh, like along in 2002 or whatever. And so we started back then, and if you guys can get, to the to that event, it gives you all the basics to understand how these deals are put together. Um, but the basic pretty house, you're going to go after pretty houses one of three ways generally, and that's going to be subject to if they owe you know like 90% of what the house is worth, that's what you're going to go to automatically. Sandwich lease purchase or owner financing. Usually on right. and clears, you'll do the owner financing. Ariel, do we have anybody else in the queue yet? Yes, our next call comes from Corey. Corey, please go ahead. Hi, is this Corey from hey. Maine? Is this the move? Yes, it is. Hey, Corey. Hey! Great to hear from you. <laughs> good to hear from you, too. Oh, good to talk now, to Corey's you. been to the Quick Start, Real State, Quick Start Real Estate School about 10 times, right? <laughs> <laughs> I have been in front of Ron, I don't know how many, I can't even count how many. Last times count. Here. Awesome. Yes. I'm just teasing you. You just keep going back. Every time you go back, you learn something new. Yes, exactly. Helps keep you focused as well. If you know one's yes, coming up, like you say, okay, I'm going to one in six months, even if, uh, you know, you, you, that's pending for you. So it keeps you uh, focused because you have your goals. That, that's what makes, you, makes this business real is have goals. So if you say, I'm going to that real estate school in six months, I'm going to have, you know, two deals going by then or whatever. And, Corey, you're actually uh, um, on the Gold Club uh, weekly lesson last week. So if you guys get a chance, uh, you'll see one of the deals that we closed for Corey um, on the Gold Club there. So that was awesome. Not sure if people are sending you things for you to sign at this point. You're getting a little famous there, Corey. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yeah, guys, it's lesson number 191, I think. And it's on the Gold Club. So, guys, that's definitely a great lesson to look at because 
it's actually uh, Corey sitting next to Lynette actually doing a live call with the seller. And then after that, two times actually going back up on stage with Ron Legrand, and Ron is going through the deal and structuring it and giving all of his input on it. So it's an awesome uh, call with a lot of great commentary from Ron. So if you, didn't, if you get a chance to, it was just on in, in your email. It was sent to you in the Gold Club newsletter last week, but also uh, it's on the Gold Club under Lesson 191. So, so Corey, you had a question. Yes. Um, did you get lead sheets that I sent in? or? I did not get a lead sheet yet, but you can just run through the numbers. Yeah. That would be awesome. Sure. Um, so I have a, a house that they own it free and clear, and it needs some work. They just want to try to get out of it. And I think it looks like it appraises or um, the comps are around 166. Um, I have visited, uh, visited it. I think it needs about 100, I'm sorry, 50,000 in repairs. It's, it needs some work. And okay, so. I, so with the R of 166, on, uh, so have you guys talked about price at all on this, Corey? Um, they, they don't really know. They said maybe 100,000. Mm -hmm. um, they realize that it needs a lot of so work. They said that, that's a number they said because that number's way off. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I mean if you, let's just put Mayo. Let's uh, you know apply Mayo to this. So what do you come up with for Mayo? Your maximum allowable offer is a hundred and let's say one hundred and seventy. Uh, mm -hmm. Let's say your ARV is one seventy. Okay. So one seventy times seventy percent, and that's uh, one nineteen uh, minus fifty in repairs. So that's one sixty nine or sixty nine. Is that correct? Yep. Yes. Okay, so you know, I you need but fifty in repairs, Corey, I mean how what's the square footage on this? It is a um let's see. Twenty or almost twenty two hundred square feet. Mm, okay. Yeah. I mean if it was a little like thirteen hundred or something like that, I'd be hard pressed to figure out fifty K in repairs, but uh this is a, actually a decent sized house. Is it a four bedroom? It is a four-bedroom, two-bath. Okay, I like that, too. That, yeah, it has a garage that needs some repairs, so mm -hmm. that kind of bumps it up. Okay. Um, it is livable. Okay. Well, um, if they – have you talked to them about waiting for their money? Yep. And, and they're, they're, they're cool with for waiting for it and, and basically yep. giving – deeding you the house with nothing down? Yeah. Okay, well, that's very encouraging. Awesome. Now now it's just a question of the, figuring out the price. And, you know, you just have to go back to your numbers and say, you know, I have formulas that I have to go by, and if I didn't kind of go by my formulas, I would lose money on deals. And so uh, your, this is an extensive rehab, as you know, and you have, if I don't build, build in a little wiggle room, then I'm, gonna, I, I'm potentially going to lose money on this. So I, And I want to help you guys, but... You know, I have to make money, too, in this. So I've run all my numbers, and it looks to me like that the most I could probably pay you guys, and I know this may be an insult, and I hope it's not, but probably 50000 So, guys, could you see your way clear to doing it for 50000 and, and, you know, I mean, if you can get it for fifty, but then, you know, you're, you're under Mayo, but uh, not a ton under Mayo. 
that that may be a pretty aggressive position. What do you think, Corey? If they if they throw out the number, so when you said what when you said what's the least you would sell the house for, and you said that's the best you can do, what did the seller say? They said, well, I mean, I had to. I've been talking with them since uh, October. Okay. And they had to get a. Um, they're splitting the piece of property, and taking this house out of it. Um, so, you know, I've been working with them and stuff. Okay, wait. So are they subdividing this house out and taking other land in the same parcel? Are they yes. is that what they're doing? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. What what are they doing with the subdivided part? Um it there's a, another building on it. His, he has a, a garage and other things on the other part. Okay, so he wants to keep that part but sell off the house. Correct. Okay. Is that garage and stuff uh, you know, a nuisance to this property? Like loud and uh, you know No. Okay. Nope. All right. Well, um, what was his answer when you said that? It was a hundred thousand, but they didn't really know. They said, "Yeah." Well, we have never well that's why that. the way I did that little role play there is it's an education process. Right, and obviously right. the loser throws out a number, so we want to get them as low as we can. Uh, and that was a great script, Brian. Um, well, you know what? It's like playing good cop, bad cop with a formula. You know, I'd love to give you all the money you want, but I have to follow this formula, and if I don't, I could lose money. They understand right. that, you know. So, mm-hmm. And plus, Corey, you're about the best at building rapport of any student we have. <laughs> you really let it develop over time. But, you know, that, that a lot of times is the ones that pay off, is the follow-up and, you know, keeping building a relationship over time where they basically, if you've talked to them three, four, five times, you know, over the phone and maybe even seen the property. Um, even if you haven't got the deal done yet, you've built sufficient rapport where they're probably not thinking of going with anybody else. So that's, yeah. uh, you know, that's, that's one mean, thing you do well. Is there, I mean, if they, if they come back and say, uh, you know, I don't know if that, I mean, is there any kind of room that, I mean, it's livable. It's not mm-hmm. like, I mean, it could be a work for equity. Well, okay. So let's say they say, the the only thing that makes this now remember this is one thing that actually it took me a while to figure out in the beginning um as smart as i think i might be sometimes uh the r formula i mean the mayo formula applies when you're paying cash now in this situation are we paying cash for this house are we coming up with 50,000 and handing it to him or whatever the purchase price is we're not right right he'll do on our financing and you're thinking of it's not too much repairs to put a work for equity buyer in there that's right in that yes. case if you can get like some extended term of financing have you talked about term at all Corey? like length um they didn't they didn't really want to talk about anything like that Okay. So they got the, the the land surveyed and ready to go. So. Okay. All right. So at some point here, you know, you're going to have to mention, uh, you know, we need some time to pay you off in full. So uh, what's the most time you you can say? What's the most time you can give us? Or you can throw out numbers. And if you know, sometimes you have to throw out numbers because when you say what's the most time you could give us to to lease purchase your house or to before a balloon payment, they they're going to be lost. You you wouldn't know how to answer that question before you met Ron. And if somebody was asking you, you know, how long can you give me before a balloon before you're going to put a balloon payment on this, and you'd go, what? I totally. <laughs> and so that's why you right. need to guide people. That's why we're shepherds in this job. We know more than they do, so we're guiding them through this process. And so on this one, you know, uh, this this could be a really good deal. You could actually agree to pay them. I, I hate to get, say a hundred, but you could if you could get them down to you know a little less than that, and they will give you five years plus. 
this could be a really excellent deal. Yeah, you either need price or terms. Write that down, yep. price or terms. And the other thing, guys, Work for Equity Buyer now, if you aren't that familiar with the Work for Equity Buyer, they're just a lease purchase buyer, just like our regular lease purchase program, except for one thing. And that one thing is that they are agreeing to do the repairs on the property at their own expense. Now, you can ha write up a list of repairs and all this. Now, on the Gold Club, you're going to find the agreement for this under Sweat Equity. It took me a while to find it because it's not labeled work for equity. It's labeled sweat equity. So when you find this agreement, it's just like the lease purchase agreement, but they're agreeing to do the repairs. So Corey would make a list of repairs up on this property and say, okay, this is what I'd like you to do. And you can be, you guys will decide how picky you want to be about this. Like, do you want to actually go in there and inspect what they're doing? Or do you want to, uh, you know, have a timetable for the repairs? Or are you just going to say, here's what you should do and just let them, you know, go off on, on their own devices? That's normally how we do it. I hope they, you know, sometimes they do it. But if you guys want to babysit these things, you can. But just remember, if you can get a property that's ugly like this one, that needs this kind of level of repairs, but it's livable, there is probably somebody out there who really wants to get a, you know, what they think is a screaming deal on a house and fix it up just the way they want. But now remember, this is a lot of repairs, so they're going to have to have some kind of resources to cover this kind of level of repairs. But even though, like Corey looks at this and says 50, that's using contractors and all that. Whoever moves into this house is probably going to do all the labor by themselves and basically just try to get deals on materials. And so that's, don't forget the strategy, because if you buy a house and you can get financing on it, that's the difference. If you get an ugly house with no financing, you cannot do the strategy. But if you get an ugly house with financing, you can do the work for equity strategy. All right, great job, Corey. Awesome job. I have to say one, one, one really quick thing. Sure. I have just come to the realization that I had started, I, I, and I've stopped it now, but I was falling in love with deals or leads yeah and like i didn't want to let them go even though they weren't ready or they weren't deals at all mm -hmm. and i finally kind of turned the corner and now i you know i i present them their numbers and say this is what it is i can either help you or i can help you and you know that's oh yes 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 that's very, a very good breakthrough sometimes in the beginning you hang on to leads because they it makes it feel like you're in business and, you know, if you have a bunch of really crummy leads sitting around, at least you got leads. But it, you know what? It's better to purge those crummy leads out and get new leads because that, that makes you really anxious because then you start chomping at the bit, i got to get some more leads, which is what you got to have. Guys, there's two keys to this business. One, consistent lead flow. Two, timely closing calls. If you're getting consistent lead flow, like 20 a month or something, that should be your minimum. Uh, and you're making those closing calls pretty much when you get the lead coming in, that day or the next day maybe, then, you know, you're going to succeed if you follow what Ron and us teach, for sure. Great job, Corey. Awesome. You. Good job. You're doing Thank phenomenal. You. Guys, if you have leads that you want to follow up on now, do follow up because that is now Corey, you know, does need to maybe purge some leads that are never going to turn into anything. But if you got something that you think is going to turn into something, 50% of your deals will come from deals that you called already maybe a couple of times. And when they call back, then they're ready to go. That's right. And we're the king and queen of uh, organization, systemization, and automation. And being organized and follow up is the key. We get a ton of deals because of our awesome follow up. So that's a good point, Brian. Um, I just got a lead sheet faxed in. Is uh, Frenet in the uh, 
Is she who's in, who's in the who's in the queue next, Ariel? And how many do we have in the queue? I'm just trying to time this. Um, we currently have six in the queue. Okay. All right. We're going to go ahead and start going through the queue a little quicker. We can take the next one. Okay. Our next call comes from Sergio. Sergio, please go ahead. Yeah. Hi. Can you hear me? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. Hi, Sergio. Hi. Um, I recently put a a $500,000 house uh, under contract. I'm in Ohio, okay. uh, and I'm having trouble finding a buyer. Uh, a big challenge for this is that the average house of the homes in the immediate neighborhood, like within a, an eighth of a mile, is closer to 200000 So the, the bandit signs don't seem to be having that great of an effect. Uh, I have listed the property through post lists mm -hmm. and some Craigslist, uh, but I'm not getting the volume of response that I need. Uh, so I need to I need to try to kick in a different marketing strategy. What kind um, of terms do you have on this property? Well, I'm just going to ax it. Okay. So, well, it, it it's a uh, I'm I'm going to ask for a thirty-six thousand um, dollar assignment fee. Okay. And so, what do you think the ARV is? What does Zillow it, it, say this house is worth? It's it's right around. It's it's okay. It's it's going to uh, it's going to. Um, to so you're paying what the house is worth. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. yeah so the max deal and what's the payment? Is that a, a good payment on the current mortgage that you're taking over on this tax deal? Uh, it's a thirty-six hundred dollar uh, um, rent uh, lease payment, and their payments are right around. Thirty-four hundred. I already told them it's it's going to be an ax. So it's just a matter of finding a buyer. Mm -hmm. And and then uh, just assigning the the. So you uh, put signs out um, in the area, and and well, have you gotten responses off of those signs? I've gotten responses off of uh, Zillow and Trulia, and in fact, I have two uh, high interest uh, potential buyers, tenant buyers, uh, that are going to see the house on Friday. Okay, but how much do they have I, down? Thirty-six thousand is not a problem. Okay, well, that's I would meet them at the house. Yeah, I mean that's 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 already done. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to figure out a way of getting more uh, interest, other buyers. Find, how did you find those people? Uh, through postlets, they responded to Trulia, uh, Zillow, and so forth. Okay, well, number one, you got to throw out, and you're doing it. Sounds like you got to put out a ton of internet advertising on this. Um, you have to also. I would put your signs, I would go, do you have another area that's similar in price to your house that like more of all the houses are 500, not these 200? This is the other thing you always got to be careful of when you buy the most expensive house in the neighborhood, especially if it's way more expensive than everything else. What, what's the deal with this house that it's that much more expensive? Bigger lot? Bigger house? No, there are pockets in my neighborhood within a half mile, quarter mile of this neighborhood or of this house that are five hundred to million dollar houses, um, but they're they're pockets. So, well, is there an area where it's not just pockets, where there's a lot more houses that are all like that uh, yeah. in that price range? Yeah, there you want to put your signs. Okay, yeah, even though it's not really, if it's within a few miles of this area, if you could put signs out in that area, then you're targeting your your area a little better. So, are you getting calls for people? off of those signs that say, you know, I'm looking for a $250,000 house, basically. Is that what's happening? Yeah, right, right. 
We actually uh, um, we have a program called the First Weekend Program where we're actually utilizing um, not only you've got the internet, the flyers, the postcards, the referrals, um, the street signs that we do like a round robin auction. You know, we have a multiple hit of campaigns that we're hitting the neighborhood with. Uh, with a more luxury home price range, there's definitely different approaches to it. I'm just going to give you one quick idea because we've got so many other calls okay. online. If you want to uh, use letters uh, and target attorneys in your area, that can be something, divorce attorneys uh, and who maybe have clients who are getting a divorce and have money but wrecked credit and who can afford an expensive house. You want to almost look for the people like the ritziest, divorce attorney in your entire area and find about 20 of them send them a letter tell them that you buy and sell houses in the area sometimes very expensive luxury homes and if they have any clients who need who maybe have credit challenges but want to move into a great house you have a house available right now okay okay, okay that's one strategy but we can't we got so many more calls but it sounds like you got some good ones. And if now, you have, have you been? 30, um, one last word on this. If you got somebody with like thirty thousand plus down, um, you should not be just sending them to the house and having them show them, show it to themselves and everything. That's the one where it's a sense of urgency. You got to get out there and meet them. Or your local. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. If you okay. now, have you been to the Quick Start Real Estate School? No. Okay, because we do go over in detail the what I'm talking about uh, this uh, program on marketing, marketing yeah. properties. Okay. All right. All right good job. Okay. Good, good luck on that one. Thank okay. you. Okay, Ariel. Who do we have next in the queue? Okay, our next call comes from Victor. Victor, please go ahead. Hi, this is Victor from San Diego. Hi, Victor. Hi, Victor. I, I got a question. Um, I'm a little bit confused with. Uh, with with this, um, so when I go into a house with a lease purchase, mm-hmm. um, my payments are going to go to principal, correct? Uh, that's basically you're mostly going to be lease purchasing properties that already have an underlying mortgage. Okay, so that means that the seller who's lease purchasing their property, they're making this payment, and part of their payment goes towards principal, and part goes towards interest, like every normal mortgage you're going to write up the paperwork so that you are basically paying that much towards principal. You can't ask for more to go towards, I mean, you could. You could ask for more to go towards principal, but that would make no sense for the seller because they'd be losing equity position every month. Okay, so normally when there's an underlying mortgage, you're going to pay the same amount of principal and interest as the seller is paying because when you write your option price, on the back of this contract, you're going to write purchase price to equal mortgage balance payoff amount at time of cash out closing. Okay, so you put that those words there, and that means you're getting the benefit of all the principal reduction. Now, that's kind of a complicated concept. I hope that didn't throw you guys too much. But basically, you don't write in that you're buying the house for 300. Let's say today you're buying it for 300 because they owe 300 on the underlying mortgage. But you don't write in that you're buying it for 300. You write in that you're buying it for the mortgage balance payoff amount at the time of cash out closing. So however long it takes you to get your lease purchase buyer qualified during that whole time, which might be two, three, four, five years or more, you're getting the benefit of the principal reduction during that whole period, just with that one sentence. Did that answer your question, Victor? 
Um, now, if you do have a property that's free and clear, Victor, if they ha if they're okay. selling you a property on a lease purchase that's free and clear, you can write it up so that your entire payment comes directly off the principal. Okay, but that's you know you're going to write it. You have to write it up that way. And this is basically no interest seller financing. If you're not paying in any interest and every payment is coming totally off the principal, you've basically negotiated no interest seller financing, which is fantastic. Okay, but that's, I mean, you, you know, you're going to have to write the contract just the right way. And, of course, we teach that at the Quick Start. Actually, I do all the contracts at the Quick Start. You guys are going to bring in leads to that. We're going to close them at the event, and then I'm going to write the con help you write the contract before you leave. But you write this one up specifically that way, and then you get the best. It works out the best for you. Okay, and when talking to the seller, uh, do I say lease purchase or do I say lease option? Um, I usually <laughs> say lease purchase. They're interchangeable terms. I mean, it does. The paperwork says lease with option to buy or whatever. Uh, you know, okay. lease with option agreement. So, but lease purchase is the same thing as lease option. But I like the word purchase. I think it's a stronger word for sellers. The seller wants a seller house, basically. They're not. They just don't want to rent it out some more. So what you're looking for is to let them feel like you're purchasing it. That's why I, almost, I always basically say lease purchase. Also, with your lease purchase buyers, you want them to feel like they're a real buyer and they're an owner, not just a renter. So I like it there, too, lease purchase. Um, you can say lease option. A lot of people say lease option. That's fine. But uh, I just think lease purchase is stronger. Okay. okay. One more thing. Um, mm -hmm. How do I send my leads to you guys for these uh Okay, so um, you're obviously a Gold Club member, is that right? That's right. So in the email that they sent you, there's actually a fax number that you need to fax it in by a certain time prior to the, uh, the Monday call, which is the second Monday of every month. So I believe you had until 4 o'clock Eastern Standard Time to fax it in, um, and that way we'll have them. Yeah, if we don't have them, guys, we're going to have to explain it to everybody else anyway. So if we don't have your lead sheet, uh, you know, we'll, we can still discuss the deal. Okay, sounds good. Thank okay, you. Great. Good questions. You're Very welcome. Good. good job. Bye. Okay, Ariel, um, who do we got in the queue now? Okay, our next call comes from Billy. Billy, please go ahead. Yeah, hello. This is Billy from Knoxville, Tennessee. Billy, Billy. I'm not hey, going to say your last name, but I know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing? I'm I'm good. I'm just wanting to follow up on the last question. I, that was my question, too. Sure. Uh, and, and and I do remember now when one of the courses that, that the, the, the total, if you're paying, if you lease it for $1,000 a month, that that goes to the purchase price totally if if it's owner financing and the owner agrees to it and there's there's no there's no uh, mortgage left no balance that's exactly right no mortgage no, balance yes. but, and but, that, but that's but what I the, was talking about with the wrinkle in that is if it's they have an underlying mortgage then you know they're paying interest so of course they would expect you to pay interest well the question is is okay let's say just say you've got a $150,000 house mm mm-hmm. That's what your that's what your lease purchase option lease purchase agreement is for one hundred and fifty thousand. Okay. And the seller the, the seller owes seventy eight thousand, and okay. his payments are seven hundred and eighty dollars a month PITI. Okay. And you charge you charge twelve hundred dollars a month, so that you yeah. can make a little spread. 
That's okay. How much? How do you figure what part of that twelve hundred dollars goes to the purchase price of one hundred and fifty? Okay. You just do now, an amortization if, schedule. If your agreement is to pay the seller seven seventy eight a month, is that your agreement with them to just make their payment basically? Yeah. Y- yes. Right, because he owes seventy eight thousand, so the payment's around seven hundred. Right. Right. So seven, whatever seven, payment eight, you're making, is that cover PITI, principal interest? Yes. Insurance? Okay. Now, if you send the exact amount that the seller needs to cover their mortgage, you can send it to the seller. Now, the seller is going to just turn around and send that right to his bank. If you can arrange it with the seller and they're okay with it, I like to actually send it right to the bank, so you could do it that way too, but it doesn't matter. So however that that's getting paid, your cut over that is going right into your pocket. So your $400 a month spread is, you know, spendable income to you, and you're going to have to declare it as regular income. Now, the amount that goes towards the principal and interest is directly, is already stated on the mortgage information from that seller. So whenever you guys buy any property with an underlying mortgage, I strongly recommend that you get them to find their mortgage paperwork so that you can look it over. Because sometimes you may realize that there's a balloon payment in there that they didn't even know about or didn't tell you about, and it's going to be it's going to come due before the term that they gave you. So it's a good thing to look at whatever mortgage paperwork they have. Or if mortgage it's just a thirty-year amortization, a lot of times they have a lot of years left on it, so that wouldn't be an issue. A lot of times. Right. But when you so look at they have a lot, let's say they have a lot of years, but let me but let me hey, finish. No. Okay, okay, go ahead. So go ahead. What, how this is going to work is you should get an amortization schedule. There's a ton of amortization schedules on the internet. Yeah, you can go to sure. bankrate.com. It's bankrate.com. Mm-hmm. And they have calculators. Just go to their main page and then hit calculators, and the the thing will come up, and you just put put in how much is financed what the interest rate is, and over what term. Now, they already have that written into that mortgage in their note, the, and they've got exact terms and everything on there. So if you're looking at that, it's going to say how much is – it's going to give you the whole amortization schedule. Sometimes they actually even have that if the loan officer thought they wanted it and printed it off for them when they first got their loan. So if they look, they may actually have it, but you can work it out yourself, and you can see exactly according to the amortization schedule how much is going towards interest and how much is going towards principal. You're right. making that payment. Now, remember, I'm going to say this again in case you guys did not write this down. The key to making this strategy work, where you are getting all the value of the mortgage pay down. Yeah, let me say this. Okay, so the purchase price was 150000 but the seller owed 78000 So you would not put the purchase price at 150000 You would say purchase price equals uh, loan balance at time of payoff plus $72,000. Yeah. Guys, I'll give you the exact terms. If anybody has a pen and they want to write this down and they didn't get it the last time I said it, it'll just take a second. Okay, so you I have a pen. Pur- okay, purchase price to equal... Purchase price. Go slower. Wait a minute. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're right. We don't take shorthand. Guys. Yeah. Purchase price. <laughs> Brian. Purchase price to equal. Okay. Mortgage balance. Okay. Purchase price to equal mortgage balance payoff. Plus. No, mortgage balance. And then I've been putting amount in there just because. Oh, okay. Yeah. Bad. Put amount in there. So purchase price to equal mortgage balance payoff amount. 
Okay, you got all that? Mur- mor- yes. One more time. You know, pay- purchase price equal mortgage balance payoff amount at time of cash out closing. Well, but in this case, we're going to say plus 72000 right. right. At time of cash out closing, and then you're going to write plus, and it would be the difference between 150 and 78, which is... Uh, 72. Yeah. Plus 72000 so, guys, on the on the second page on the paperwork, when you go on the Gold Club, it's it's under it's your lease agreement, lease with option agreement, and on the flip side of it, it says uh, option uh, purchase option terms on the on the back side, and that's where you write this in. Okay, and you don't it says purchase price to equal, and there's a little space there. Just put an asterisk in that space, and then put the asterisk right below. There's enough room to write this in there, right under there. Okay. Okay, and that way, just, that way, that yeah, way, you understand now how much of your payment will come off the principal and interest. Yeah, the seven. The, well, the it's the, whatever the, portion the, is already coming coming off according yeah. to their amortization schedule on the loan. And we're not getting not even though they're paying twelve hundred dollars and, and it's way high. Now, they're not getting. They're, they're, they're paying twelve hundred to you. Now, if you want to go ahead and send more money to the mortgage company. I mean, you you have an extra four hundred dollars or something to send to the mortgage company, but you don't have to send that to the mortgage company. That's for you. So when you collect your payment from your tenant buyer, you're collecting fourteen hundred. You're sending eight hundred or whatever the payment is to your seller. The other six hundred, you know, you're having a party or you're putting it in the right. bank or whatever. But remember, Thank you, you got to pay taxes on that. So people, you know, when you do your first few deals, don't forget to save like a third of it. You know, on your profit to you know for tax time. Right, I appreciate that. Straight that that helps me out tremendously. Thank you, Brian. Awesome, you bet. I run into that a lot because I do all the paperwork for our students and our mentor students and everything. So. And that is um, under the resource section on the Gold Club. Just yeah. go to forms and agreements. Yep, and that's your lease with option agreement. Right. Okay. That's the short form that you use with sellers. The long form with the table of contents you use with your buyers. That's right. Short form seller, long form buyer. Yep. Well, thank you, Billy. Yeah. Okay. You're, you're welcome. Back. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I you appreciate okay. it. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay, Ariel. How many do we have in the queue right now? I just want to make sure we have the right amount for uh, the last 15 minutes here. Well, we currently have three in the queue. Okay. That sounds perfect. Yeah, don't let. We'll just take those three, and that'll be it, Ariel. Okay. Our next call comes from Michael. Michael, please go ahead. Hello, my name is Michael. Hi, Michael. Hi, Michael. Hi. 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 I met uh, you, Lynette, at, in uh, San Antonio. Oh yeah. Hi. I didn't recognize your voice right away. How are you doing? Yeah, doing great. Doing great. Uh, on one of those property lead sheets, I got a yes. Uh, the house is free and clear. And um, he's an investor himself. It was a rental property for him. He's willing to accept the terms, but he's he's saying that it needs to be me who's going to be living in the house. Okay. What do I do when I get to that type of uh, seller? That that's a deal killer. And you know, ask him. Here's the, here's what I always say. Anytime somebody throws some uh, unusual request out there. Uh, or even a usual request, I say, why? Now, why is that? So if somebody says, I don't want to leave the mortgage in my name, well, why is that? And maybe sometimes it's, you know, they're worried about their credit. Sometimes they're thinking, 
you know, that they need to qualify for another mortgage, something like that. So get, try to get to the bottom of it. Okay. I'll tell you on this one, why I'm curious actually, why now he obviously has built up maybe some trust with you and, uh, you know, he would feel okay if you're the one who's in it, but, uh, but you just have to tell him that you carefully screen everybody that you put in any house. And if I'm working, working with a lease tenant buyer, you're going to make sure that they're absolutely qualified uh, to move into that property. Right, right. If he's a stickler on this one, obviously you're not going to move into the property, uh, unless you're looking for a house you want, you want to move in. But other than that, you know, in most cases, guys, we're never moving into property. And every once in a while you might get this one. But just tell them that, hey, I go through and very, very carefully, uh, you know, qualify anybody that we put into a property. Okay. Yeah. One one other question. Um I got a uh property um that I what they're asking is one ninety but the Zillow comp uh was like one twenty five. So the comp is the Zestimate, right? Right. Uh Zestimates are not here's guys don't trust estimates always the best thing to do is if you go on any site where you can see actual farmer sales you can go on zillow and it'll give you that estimate but don't go by that try to find two comps that have been sold within the last few months and you know uh two properties that have sold within the last 6 months and not bank owned you know, not some bank-owned property that sold real cheap. These should be top of the line, the best two, highest two comps that you can find, and that's what your comps are, and that's what you go by. So, uh, right, right. With there being such a big difference in the in the asking price and the um, mm-hmm. and the estimate, I kind of I kind of well, stalled I, on it. But that, the guy he's willing to. Yeah, that happens a lot, but, uh, you know, sometimes you just got to ask the person if there's anything unusual about the property itself and why. And and everybody knows Zillow nowadays. It's a very popular site. So most sellers actually, and a lot of these leads are coming off of Zillow. So if you just tell them, hey, this estimate is like, you know, way lower than what you're asking, can you explain, you know, why the house is worth that much more? Uh, and like I said, sometimes if you can find comps that are just like that house, and some of the, sometimes Zillow is comparing comps that really aren't good comps. So right. always be careful with that estimate. But the best way to really figure out how much a house is worth is find two solds within six months, within a mile, that are the same square footage and the same bedroom count and the same year built. If you can do that, okay. then you've got good comps. Right. Okay. And, uh, uh, Michael, so um, – you were at the live event there, and uh, we were able to call and uh, negotiate that deal with your seller. Um, and we're going to go ahead and um, do a conference call with you on Friday. So I don't have the lead sheet in front of me. What was the deal on that one again? Um, that one, he wanted a large down payment. Uh, I'm, I'm walking to that other lead sheet. Yeah, we're going to try to get the payment down. He seemed flexible on everything. We just need to get the payment down a little bit on that one, right? Right, and his financing. Right, his asking price was 156 and the comp was 165. So we're going to try to get him down on the asking price and the uh monthly payment. Actually try to get him down on everything. Down payment, monthly payment, 
Right, but it was free and clear, wasn't it? Was it was it a free and clear property, Michael? Oh, we lost Michael. Was Michael going to be at the uh, quick start? Now, guys, there's a yeah, quick yeah. start coming right up. There's a couple events coming up pretty soon here that we should touch on before we get off. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Um, Michael's going to be, he's going to repeat the quick start coming up, um, the one in uh, San Antonio, February 10, 11, 12, and 13. Yeah. yeah, so we're starting one this week, so we are going to be in San Antonio. So if you're in Texas and you still want to come, <laughs> Call Global immediately. And then we have the one in uh, next month is going to be Dallas um, and Nashville. We have two quick starts next month. Um, you can actually uh, you can go to the Gold Club and you can see the dates on all the quick start real estate schools. And I also wanted to mention it's not too late to get signed up for the summit. Um, if you go to res2016.com, that's res2016.com. That is phenomenal. Yeah, we're going to be there. Ron's going to have an incredible uh, bunch of speakers, uh, real uh, legends of the game, uh, Russ Whitney and, and Bob Al Robert Allen and Al Lowry are going to be there, and tons of great fun things and uh, banquets and everything, and great, great instruction. And bring in your leads, guys, and this is true for the quick start as well. So if you're planning on coming to the Quick Start Real Estate School or the Summit, this is crucial that you bring in some leads. Yeah, they actually have to send the leads in ahead of time for the uh, the Great American uh, Real Estate Summit, February 24th through the 28th in Orlando, Florida. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, all the information on that is on res2016.com. Hey, guys, if just as a side note, if you want to see a real funny video that we made with Ron promoting everybody to come to the Summit, it's called Ron's Ten Commandments. And Ron plays real estate Moses with a long beard and everything. It's hilarious. <laughs> and uh, so that's, if you want to check that out, uh, that's actually, I think you can find it on YouTube under Ron's Ten Commandments. But also, uh, if you just go to youtube.com slash wolfcouple. Oh, it's on the Gold Club too, honey. Oh, yeah, yeah, and it's on the Gold Club. If you go to that site, actually, I think it's on that RES 2016. I think the video is actually on there that you can play it there too. So that's a lot of fun. Right, right. We made it with Van, and we put him in a wig, and we wore, uh, you know, biblical times gear and everything. It was very funny. So, <laughs> it was fun. So we're, we're going to have a lot of fun at the summit, so hopefully we see you there. Um, do we have two more quick yes, callers? Yes, uh, two we more people in there, Ariel, in the queue. Oh, also at the summit, guys, I'm doing an, an hour-long talk on uh, fear and the real estate investor. And so that's going to be something. Everybody goes through some fear with this business. And, you know, if you say you don't, then you're a liar because you're doing new <laughs> things. You're doing things you never did before. Everybody's a little nervous and anxious about that. And so uh, we have some great techniques and stuff that you can use and uh, overcome any fear that you have about this business. That, that's a fantastic session, no doubt. Okay, do we have Ariel? Yes. Okay. Uh, our next call comes from Dwayne. Dwayne, please go ahead. Dwayne. Well, hello, Dwayne. Now, Dwayne, uh, are you there? I'm here. Hi. Listen, um, I I just heard that uh, you're doing that uh, soaring eagles thing. Is that right? Uh, absolutely. Uh, tell us a little bit about that, Dwayne. You did it. You've done deals. 
I think the qualifications are you have to have done 10 deals or made a profit of 100000 and you and if you show it, and guys, if you submit this, by the, I think by the time of the summit, you can actually get a trip paid for uh, and your hotel and everything uh, paid for at, the, at a retreat next year for the Soaring Eagles Club. Right, Ron? I mean, Dwayne? Uh, yes, I'm not sure where the cutoff was. Yeah, I yeah, the cutoff was January the 31st, actually, oh, okay. but um, still, they can qualify for the, the following year, so. But, but you they can, can still go. Come. If you qualify, you can still go, yes. but you just don't get your room paid for. So it's right. still a great group of people to be around. That's right. Okay. So uh, my partner and I uh, went under the second uh criteria which was to make a hundred thousand dollars we actually from uh january 1st of 2015 uh to uh, january 31st 2016 made slightly over two hundred fifty thousand dollars wow that's awesome that is fantastic oh my goodness and um that is you talk about a life changer huh Oh yeah, yeah. It's you know we're 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 strong believers, and uh, as Ron Legrand talks about letting the geese live, uh, so we we hold we hold uh, well we held uh, fourteen land contracts. Uh, so every month we get money off of those land contracts, and we're clearing. Uh, about $4,500 a month in profit every month off of those. Wow, that is spectacular. Which is which is a whole lot better than, than getting a job and trying to get that money from, from work. Yeah, thank <laughs> Oh, my goodness. I've well, that got... is awesome. And, you know, you're a, a great example of here's the thing. I mean, if you're just flipping, if people are out there just doing rehabs and flipping, if you don't flip, a bunch of houses every year you don't make any money but if you set these things up properly you can eat for years off of you know you can set up your retirement if you're holding that many properties and having positive cash flow so you're a great example yeah. for that Dwayne well and 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 see we get money up front we get money while we hold the properties and we get money in the back end mm-hmm. now we 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 don't we don't try to get back in payments too much, but a week ago we got a payment for forty nine thousand dollars. Oh, that's a pretty sweet check. And today we got a payment for thirty five thousand dollars. Wow! Actually, I have a copy of it right here: thirty five thousand four hundred six dollars and ninety four cents. Awesome! Oh, that's a nice paycheck to get. And 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 the one that I'm working on for number three is a hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Holy cow! <laughs> they just keep getting bigger. That's awesome. Well, Dwayne, you well, yeah. It, 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 when, when you when you can kill three geese and make two hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> it it's time for the goose dinner. That's right. <laughs> Some Ron says sometimes the goose just gotta die. So yeah, that's great. All right, well, you're a great story, Dwayne. Do you have any questions for us? We're just wrapping up here tonight. You're an inspiration. Uh, no, uh, 
Uh, I, I I don't have any uh, at this well, time. I just want to call in and support you folks. Okay, well, we're going to well, see you at I the summit, you, right? I will tell you one thing about Dwayne. Um, he's always been very good, Dwayne and Ron, at following instructions. Um, he was uh, in the mentoring program with us, and he, he always did exactly what we told him to do. And um, that's that's what's so inspirational, you know, that uh, you can take it to this level. Thank you yep. for sharing. Yes, thank you so yes. much, Dwayne. Well, the way I figured, if I'm paying, and, and, and mentors aren't cheap, if I'm paying a mentor a lot of money to tell me what they think, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense not to follow their advice. That's exactly right. Absolutely. So well, are we'll, we, will we'll, we see you at the summit then, Dwayne? Yep, we'll see yep. you at the summit. Yep. Oh, absolutely. I will be at the summit. That's great. All right, we're excited to see you there. Thanks for the call. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye now. Okay, we got one more, Ariel. This is our yes, last our, one. Our next call comes from Ron. Ron, please go ahead. Is this Ron from hey, California? This is Ron from California. Hey, Brian and Lynette. Hi, How are Ron. you guys? It's great to hear your voice. You know what? Ron was the only – there was – um, this was the only lead sheets that we actually got officially through the system – um, the correct way, and uh, we got uh, nine lead sheets from Ron, and we have only a couple minutes left. So what we're going to do? <laughs> Ron, what's your top? What do you think your top prospect is? Um, I have one right here. Um, that's just east of San Diego. His wife passed away. He's falling behind a little bit. The mortgage is current, but he just can't afford to stay in the home. Okay. Um, he's. He's asking four fifteen for it. He owes about three twenty, and so he's got some equity there that he probably wants to get out. But um, my VA spoke with him a couple days ago, and um, just to give you guys an idea, I've been sick for about ten days. I've got thirty-seven leads to process. Wow! Uh, wow! Yeah, I'm in the I'm in the second years. I mean, I was sleeping twenty twenty one hours a day, and um, but yeah, I've got thirty seven leads to get through in the next couple of days here. Wow! Um, that is a fantastic so, problem to have. Your daughter can right? help you. <laughs> no, Jessica moved. Out. Didn't she go international? Um, she's moving in April to London, so she's got another eight weeks here. That's my. For those of you on the call, I have a married daughter who's been to the quick start with me, and her husband got a job offered in London. He's been to the one day, and so they're kind of excited because he's going to take the job over there, and then she's going to work real estate since the rules are similar. Cool. That That's is awesome. so exciting. We'll get a testimonial from jolly old England. <laughs> oh, crikey. <laughs> right. So anyway. Crikey. So, crikey is Australian. You know, it really is. Blame me, I guess, is is uh, is is Londonese. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I haven't I haven't lived in either one. Yeah. All right. So what's the deal? Um. So it's a four fifteen R. The second I think of any deal, anytime you guys bring any deal up, the first thing I say is, does it have a yes on it? Does the guy is the person flexible on giving us some kind of owner financing? Because most of these deals are not deals unless that's a yes. Um, so, but I, he, but you said at the beginning, and this made me lose faith in this one, is that he just wants to cash out and move on or something like that. Well, here's what he said. So he did say no. By the way, plenty of the 37, 15 of them were yeses. Oh, good. Yes. Um, 
And so per those instructions, I call the nose as well. Mm-hmm. And so we can certainly chat about one of the, you know, one of the yeses. But I just thought this one was interesting because mortgage is current, but the guy's really starting to, to, yeah. to so he's motivated lose hope on it. The thing yeah. is, I mean, that's a good lead if the guy, you know, if he would just give you a little bit of time to pay him off in full. And if you could even give him ten grand or something, uh, although, again, you know, we don't normally like to pay any money down. Did I just lose you guys? <laughs> time to get no. paid off. What were you saying, Ron? Oh, I just thought I lost you guys. I was like, no. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, if, if it takes them a while, you know, if we can just get two years, I really don't like it when you guys are signing things for under two years or even two years. Really, three years gives you the cushion I'm much more comfortable with. But, you know, older people, that's that's a particular challenge, and when they've lost a spouse or something like that. But the way a lot of times if you approach an older person and just say, look, if you got a whole bunch of money all at once, what would you do with it? You know, I mean, if you if you just got because this guy's spread is I don't know not a hundred grand but something like that, and uh, so what would you do if you got a hundred grand right now? You probably just put it in the bank where it's going to earn less than one percent interest. Why don't you just let me uh, pay you interest on it? I'll pay you four or five percent interest on it, and you're making four or five times or way more, ten times what you could make at the bank. Plus, you don't have to figure out where to put the money or just put it in a, a, a savings account. This way, you're making more than you can anywhere else, and it's secured by real estate. So doesn't that make sense? And you get a monthly payment every month. Won't that be nice? Because, you know, a lot of folks are making, you know, they get their Social Security, they get their pension, and then this would be a nice check on top of that. So if they, you know, if you go under, explain it like, you know, wouldn't this be a nice scenario, sometimes you can sway them. But sometimes if people just want all their cash Right now, you know, it doesn't. It kills the deal, and that would be the situation here, Ron. If you know, if he, if he is not willing to give us time, then you know, he's not going to sell it to us for less than what his mortgage is. Sure. And so I'll call him and per my instructions that you guys gave me. If he's not willing to move forward, but friendly, I'll give him a month or two and then try him back again. Yeah. Because exactly. once he's made one. Once he's made one or two more mortgage payments, which is the hot button, along with his other debts, right. the idea that, hey, man, you can be done with this. You can just yeah. be done. Yeah, you could walk away right now. And, and walk away with a few grand in your pocket. I am not adverse, especially on a property of this size, to give a person five or ten grand, because how much are you going to get back? I mean, it would be, I would not want you taking less than 30 or 40 grand on a house that size. So you're going to cover right. any little expenditure up front, you know, and, and don't walk away. I, I got really into Ron to the point where Ron says, you know, uh, no money down. And I, I threw away a couple of deals that I still think about. This was for, like 13 years ago, honey. I know. I still think this is one guy who had two houses right in my farm area. It was just weird. He had two perfect houses for me, and I, I blew it for about five grand. So. So just you know, if you now guys, obviously you need to be able to float that money momentarily. Uh, but sometimes you can collect enough from your lease purchase buyer right up front, where you don't even have to pay your seller until you've already collected that if you work this right. So. Yes, and you know what, Ron? Um, I'm going to give you a call tomorrow uh, so we can finish out all these leads. This is awesome that you have this many yeses. I'm so excited for you. 
Sounds great. Yep, and that's the uh, that's the advantage I get being in mentoring. I get access to you guys later. So yeah. um, I appreciate it. I'll look forward to chatting with you guys. The call was awesome, by the way. And for whoever was going back to Quick Start twice, I went three times in one year. Yeah. You know, right. and I'm sm- I'm smart in my career. Uh, I'm considered successful. Uh, I train other people, but this was so new to me. I just had to keep hearing it to pick up the subtleties. And then I needed mentoring, and that made all the difference. So well, thanks a lot, you guys. Awesome. Okay, You're great welcome. to hear from you. Thank you for calling in. Well, great call tonight, and uh, thank you, Ariel, for facilitating our call this evening. Yes, it was a phenomenal call. and um, So we're... hopefully we'll see, be seeing you soon uh, at the summit. The summit, remember, it's February 24th through the 28th in Orlando, and that's going to be, it's like a four-day event, or five-day five event. Five days yeah. at uh, res2016.com. Of course, yeah. if you're not a Gold Club member, it's ronsgoldclub.com, and, of course, if you want to get hooked up with the phenomenal VA service, that's what Ron has. That's why Ron had so many yeses, mm-hmm. uh, 37 leads, 15 of them were yeses. It's the virtual assistant, uh, Eagle VA. All you need to do is call in, uh, 904-262-0491, um, and tell me you're interested in uh, hooking up with uh, the VA service, Eagle mm-hmm. VA. It's phenomenal. Let's have that number one more time. And this is a number you can call for anything that you want to get registered for, guys. This is the main global number. So what is that number again, hon? Uh, it's 904-262-0491. Awesome. All right, so great call, guys, and hopefully we'll see you soon at an event. And just keep on cranking out there. Keep on bringing in those deals. And, and we just love calling your sellers. Yes. So bring us more and more lead sheets. We love calling your sellers. That's, my, that's our favorite part of the whole business. That's where you make your money. Cha-ching, cha-ching. We're excited. So exactly thank you right. for being on this call, and we will see you soon. Good night. Bye-bye.